0: Amen. Acts chapter 2, starting in verse 1. Praise the Lord. Acts chapter 2, starting in verse 1. And say amen. You can follow along on the screen. And the word of God reads: When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues as of fire distributing themselves. And they rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. Now there were Jews living in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the crowd came together and were bewildered because each one of them were hearing them speak in his own language. They were amazed and astonished, saying, Why are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we each hear them in our own language to which we were born? Parthians and Medians and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia and Judea and Cappadocia and Pontus and Asia and Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the district of Libya around Cyrene and visitors from Rome both Jews and proselytes Cretans and Arabs and we hear them in our own tongues speaking of the mighty deeds of God and they all continued in amazement in great perplexity saying to one another what does this mean? but others were mocking and saying they are full of sweet wine." But Peter, taking his stand with the eleven, raised his voice and declared to them, Men of Judea, and all you who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give heed to my words. For these men are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. And it shall be in the last days, God says, that I will pour forth my spirit on all mankind. And my sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my bond slaves and both men and women, I will in those days pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will grant wonders in the sky above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke, and the sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood. Let me pray right there. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this time together. Lord, I just ask you, God, to allow me to share your word today, God, in a way that people can receive it today. Father, anoint me to preach, God, as I decrease and you increase in this place, God. Father, we need you, Jesus. We need you in our lives. We need you, God, in every aspect of our life. Father, I just thank you, God, for every man and woman in here today. I pray blessings over them, blessings over their families, blessings over their marriages, blessings over their children, blessings over their lives. Forgive us for all of our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would, give the Lord a hand praise this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to put my topic up there this morning and my topic, amen, that's not my topic, but can you put it up there, son? That's part of my topic. I'm not going to lie. Praise the Lord. Living under the influence. Living under the influence. Now you can put my other one up there. What are you drunk on? Living under the influence and what are you drunk on? And you know, you might say, well, preacher, it's kind of weird that you would be talking about being drunk in church. That seems kind of, uh, you know, contrary to the lifestyle of a Christian. But I'm going to talk a little bit today about what are you drunk on? Amen. Amen. Or what are you under the influence of? You know, we look right here in the book of Acts and we see the apostles, the disciples, amen, on the day of Pentecost. They were in the upper room, amen. All of them gathered together on one mind, one accord, amen. The Spirit of God comes in like a rushing wind, amen. And all of a sudden they begin to operate in tongues of fire and they begin to speak and, and hear each other in their own language, amen. And they're full of joy and they're full of the Spirit and they're full of all these various things. amen, that God had manifested in their life. And of course, and then here they come walking out of the upper room, amen, and it's early in the morning, 9 a.m. about in the morning, amen, and the people begin to look and they say, what is wrong with these guys? They must be drunk. They're under the influence of something. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that today. I'm going to talk to you about being under the influence today. Amen. And, you know, I'm going to just ask you all to be a little bit honest in here, and I don't know if I have the right crowd, but has there any ever been anybody in, in their life, amen, that maybe, uh, you know, had had uh, had a little bit too much to drink? You know. Now, I know we drink a lot of soda pops, maybe had too much soda pop, amen, but I'm talking about, you know, has anybody ever, you know, before you were a Christian, of course, amen, <laughs> has anybody ever had a little bit too much to drink, amen, I've seen your hands, praise the Lord, thank you for your honesty, amen, honesty is the best policy, praise the Lord. Okay, now out of those of you that maybe you've had a little bit too much to drink one time, has anybody ever been in that situation? Amen. And, and then as a result, they may have done or said or acted in a way that they, the next morning they regretted. Are you all with me today? Maybe you said some things that weren't too pleasant. Amen. Maybe you woke up next to somebody that you're like, what the heck? Now, I, we're still in church, okay? And I'm a, usually a pretty serious guy, so amen. You can say I'm in rare form this morning. But what caused that situation to happen was based on the fact that you were under the influence of something that began to affect your mind. It began to affect your actions. It began to affect your situation, and as a result, things begin. You begin to do things that you normally wouldn't do. Amen. All of a sudden, you got this. Uh, well, you know, courage, amen. I you know, there's some people that they don't they didn't never knew how to they never knew how to socialize, they never knew how to interact with people and so as a result, they always had to be under the influence of something, amen, in order to be able to properly uh, you know, have have, have relations with people, amen. You know, and and I'm just going to be boldly honest, I, you know, even as a child, you know, uh, you know, there there were, uh, You know, as a child, I had great anxiety uh, concerning life. I had great anxiety concerning going to school. Amen. I had great anxiety of possibly having to use a public restroom. Amen. Just something like that was just, I mean, absolutely just torment me. Amen. And I, I see some of my kids have some of the same challenges. Amen. And, and some of you may have that. Some of you may can't stand a public restroom. Amen. You just refuse to use the public restroom. Amen. You're going to sit there with your stomach hurting and everything else. Amen. Because you're not using that public restroom. Are y'all with me today? But, anyways, Amen. As a result, I just had a problem with life. In general, amen, I had a problem with anxiety of life and and, and, and you know, and I was brought up in Houston in a in, in suburb of Houston, where the schools are very large amen they're they 're big amen they're, and, and all these various things and and so school for me was just like it was it was traumatizing amen it was just you know not to mention all the challenges that I had when it came to just learning in general amen but so before you know it, as a result, amen, I began to find get introduced to something called marijuana, hello, that was a way that I would begin to cope with life. Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen? All right. I'm going to figure out what I was talking about now. Yeah. I know everybody in here has been delivered, so I know we ain't got to worry about you getting all weird on us, okay? <laughs> Praise the Lord. If you haven't come to the altar at the end, we're going to lay hands on you. <laughs> but ultimately, we begin to come under the influence of different things in our lives. And sometimes when we begin to be under the influence, I did a lot of crazy things and a lot of bad things in my life. And it was all based on being under the influence of something that was controlling and affecting my life. You know, for me, it happened to be, as a young man, it happened to be uh, drugs and alcohol. Amen. But I want us to look at this, go for just a moment. Amen. Because... Just like drugs and alcohol can begin to affect our lives, amen and we begin to be under the influence of them and we begin to make these poor decisions and, and make these and have these actions that we regret and everything else amen and you know we end up living a life of regret oh my gosh you know what I'm saying and, and you know it's only by the grace of God that I say well heck you know that's I acted like that because that's what a sinner does a sinner sins you know what I mean and I was before I came to Christ that's how I acted right you know of course now I'm born again right now I have the Holy Spirit I now I'm a new creation the old things have passed the new things have come amen i don't live like that i don't act like that anymore i've been delivered praise the lord amen but ultimately amen it began to affect that but i want to share some things with you today because ultimately amen we can come under the influence of other things in our life that can begin to create us to think ways that we normally wouldn't think we would act ways that we normally wouldn't act. We would make decisions in ways that we normally wouldn't make decisions, amen. And some of these things aren't just drugs and alcohol, amen. You know, even something as simple as, you know, being under the influence, and we talk about that, you know, and, and, and realistically, and, and, and I was living under the influence was my topic, right? Living under the influence. It's almost like a DUI, but it's an LUI. Yeah. And some of us are living under the influence of the wrong things. Some of us are intoxicated. By things that are counterproductive to our lives and they're creating us to have problems because we are acting and doing things that we end up regretting, amen, that begin to affect our lives as a whole. We become intoxicated with these things. Does anybody in here ever struggle with anger? Anybody, if you have teenagers, you probably have a little bit of issues with anger. You know, teenagers have a way to get you real angry. You know what I mean? And and if you're married, you probably have a problem with anger too because, you know, uh, marriage is challenging sometimes. But have you ever found yourself to where you are... Marriage is a blessed thing, by the way. We just come back from a marriage conference, and it was awesome. Top, top top-notch preaching. My gosh. Wonderful, 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 wonderful time. But anyways, have you ever noticed sometimes you can find yourself so angry that you're intoxicated with this anger to where you're under the influence of anger and it's creating you to operate in ways that you normally wouldn't. And then you begin to regret things that you may have said or done. And you wake up the next day. Amen. Hello, somebody. And you're like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? That's why the Bible says this. Amen. The Bible says don't let the sun go down on your anger. Hello, somebody. Now, you need to live by that right there. I'm here to tell you today, you don't need to go to bed angry and mad because you're going to wake up and you're going to give the devil an avenue to really begin to operate in your life. You know, that's one thing that my wife and I are really working on, man, is making sure that we uh, make up before we go to bed. We don't need to go to bed mad. But sometimes we can be intoxicated. We can be under the influence of something like anger and it affects the way that we operate. But that's just one of many. Amen. There's some people, amen, that get, uh, uh, they're, they're driven by success. Amen. The success is what's driving them. They're under the influence of being successful. Amen. That's their goal. That's their drive. Amen. That's their motivation. It's flowing through their veins. Amen. Amen. They've got their success and that's all that's driving them. Amen. And this is worldly success. Amen. Or or, you know or materialism or having things. Amen. Maybe whatever it may be because they think that success is based on what kind of car you drive. Amen. what kind of house you live in or what kind of clothes you're wearing amen and i'm here to tell you amen that's not true success hello somebody because you can look real good on the outside and you can have all these things that look so wonderful and you can look like you're all put together and the reality is is inside amen you're tore up from the floor up you're like a dressed up garbage can amen are y'all with me today Inside, the Bible refers to it as you have dead man bones. Hello? But the world looks at it from the outside. Wow, he's successful. And we can get caught up with that to where we are under the influence and being driven by having success. Or having things. Are y'all with me today? Can you put up there for me real quick Ecclesiastes 5 and 10? I'm going to work you just a little bit this morning if you don't mind. Ecclesiastes 5 and 10. But we can be under this influence. See, we need to ask ourselves today, what am I under the influence of? And I know, I don't know about you, but... I wasn't real good at just uh, being, uh, you know, a moderate, casual, uh, you know, uh, drinker or drugger or, or whatever it is I did. I did it full on. Are y'all with me today? There wasn't moderation in my life. Because the flesh is never satisfied. It's not. You know, for in Alcoholics anonymous they say uh, one is too many and a thousand is never enough. Are y'all with me today? If your addiction is shoes, one is too many and a thousand is never enough. I can never have enough shoes. We need to build more closets and build more shelves and build more barns. Hello. That's what that rich man said in the Bible. We're going to build more barns. Look at what it says here. He who loves money will not be satisfied. He's not going to be satisfied. He will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves abundance with its income. This too is vanity. Are y'all with me today? Money will never satisfy you. Yeah, money helps some things. Hello, somebody. It's nice to be able to go to the doctor Right, It's nice to be able to do these various things, but money itself will never satisfy you. So if you're under the influence of materialism or you're under the influence of driven by success and what your bank account looks like or whatever it may be, I'm here to tell you, amen, you're going to end up coming up short on fulfillment in your life. It won't satisfy you. It won't. Nor he who loves abundance with its income, this too is vanity. Praise the Lord. But there's people that are under the influence of materialism. There's people that are under the influence of greed. Will you put up there Luke chapter 12 verse 15 for just a moment. Luke chapter 12 verse 15. I'm going to need you to put on your running shoes. Then he said to them, beware. Somebody said, beware. beware. And be on guard. Somebody said, be, be on guard. Against every form of greed. Every form of it. It comes in all kinds of forms. Hello. You know, some people, you know, they like get greedy when it comes to eating food. You know what I'm saying? They're going to. You know, everybody else can burn them because we starving to death and there's no, you're going to, you know what I'm saying? I love to eat, so I know a little bit about that. Be on guard, be on your guard against every form of greed, for not even when one has an abundance does this life consist of his possessions. This life doesn't consist of it. Amen. But there's still people that are under the influence of. Of greed. They're intoxicated with greed. Somebody say intoxicated. Intoxicated. Somebody say drunk. Drunk. Now I want you to look at this for a moment because realistically we're going to fill ourselves with something. We're going to. We're going to fill ourselves with something. Amen. 1 John 2 and 15 if you'll put that up there. You know if we're not careful we'll find ourselves filling ourselves with the things of the world. We'll be under the influence of the world. Look at this. We're going to go to 16. Do not love the world nor the things in the world. If anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him. You can't love the world and love God. God God is not going to, you know what I'm saying, share his love. It's an unrivaled love. Amen. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh. Hello. The lust of the eyes. The boastful pride of life. Now, right there we see the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, pride of life. Amen. Hello, somebody. All these things. Which some people are all intoxicated with this. Hello, somebody. Amen. It's not from the Father, but it's from the world. It's not from the Father. It's from the world. And you can't love the world and love God. It doesn't work. You can't serve two masters. Hello, somebody. You either love one or you hate the other. You're in the world, but you're not of the world. You're a child of God. But some of us are under the influence of the world. We're intoxicated by the world. Even those that are believers are intoxicated. They're under the influence. And it's creating them to make decisions and actions in their life that they normally wouldn't make, amen. But they're they're, they're intoxicated, amen. They're drunk on it. Because one is... Too many, and a is never enough. Hello, somebody. Are y'all with me today? You know, I want you to look at that today because we can, we can begin to get consumed by lust. Amen? And we might, we, okay, we, I'll try to be a little nicer. We can get, let's just say it's, you've got a couple and they're just crazy about each other. Okay, they, they are in love. Amen. And then hopefully that's the case. Amen. But how many of you know sometimes when you're in love, you'll do all kinds of crazy things. Hello. Are you all with me today? Well, the same way as if you're in lust... You'll do all kinds of crazy things. You'll make all kinds of crazy decisions that you normally wouldn't make. Hello, somebody, because you're drunk. You're intoxicated with something that's not effective for your life. See, we've got to be careful what we are under the influence of, we got to be careful what we let in, amen, our bodies, amen. We've got to be careful what we're intoxicated with in our lives, amen, because it's going to create big problems. Hello, somebody. And when we finally sober up, And we finally come back to reality, which reality for us as Christians, amen, is not to be intoxicated with these things of the world and of the flesh, but to be intoxicated with the Holy Spirit. We're going to be like, oh my gosh, what happened? What did I do? And who did I hurt? Are y'all with me today? That we look at these children, you know. And some people they get even get get intoxicated on gossip, like they're drunk on gossip, drunk, wasted. You know, and sometimes when you are wasted, you know, those of you that raised your hand and said you've been there before, Amen. You drank a little too much and you did something you said to me, man. Sometimes you say all kinds of stuff that you, hello. There are people that get drunk. They're like it's like you know it's like they're it, it, it's like they're they're wasted on gossip wasted saying all kinds of stuff just you know say put james up there for just a moment amen james uh, chapter 3 and verse 5 hello somebody they're under the influence of it it's controlling them you know when 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 you're under the influence of something like alcohol it controls your life it controls your mind amen that's why they say well alcohol is not a drug it's a mind-altering substance Amen? And you know what I'm saying? And and I'm going to tell you, the Bible says that drunkards won't enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, you know, casually drinking, that's between you and God. I don't suggest it if you're you're an alcoholic or an addict. Amen. You better not. Hello, somebody. You're playing with fire. You're going to put that stuff in your mind. It's going to adjust your mind. You're going to be making all kinds of dumb decisions find yourself somewhere you wish you would have never been. As the Bible says, the sin will take you farther than you ever wanted to go. Keep you longer than you ever wanted to stay. and Make you pay more than you want wanted to pay. Are you all with me today? Okay, James. So also, the tongue is a small part of the body. And yet it boasts of great things. See how great a forest is set aflame by such a small fire. The tongue is a fire. Somebody say it's a fire. Somebody say it's a fire. Fire. The very world of iniquity. The tongue is set among our members as that which defiles the entire body. And sets on fire the course of our life. And is set on fire by hell. Ouch. Next verse. For every species of beast and birds of reptiles and creatures of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by the human race. But no one can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil and full of deadly poison. Are you all with me today? Go to the next verse. Poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men. We have been made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come both blessing and curses. My brethren, these things ought not to be this way. Next verse. Does a fountain sim out from the same opening, both fresh and bitter water? Can a fig tree, my brethren, produce olives, or a vine produce figs, nor can salt water produce fresh? I'm going to stop right there for just a moment. But sometimes we get to where, amen, we are drunk on this gossip. We're intoxicated with this gossip, amen, and we find ourselves just can't even stop. We can't even control it, amen. It's just coming out of us. And it's bringing death. Are you all with me today? It's like poison coming out of you. You know, it's the same way whenever we're dealing with something like unforgiveness or bitterness. Amen. It's like us drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Are you all with me today? But the reality is when we're gossiping, amen, we're drinking poison. Number one, we're grieving the Holy Spirit. Hello, somebody. The Holy Spirit's grieved. God is good, amen. The Lord is good. So my question to you is what are you what are you under the influence of today? Amen? Because that's gonna determine how you go. Amen. That's going to determine what you do. It's going to determine your actions. It's going to determine your decisions. We look at right here. Amen. The Bible says this, okay. The Bible says, don't be drunk on wine for its debauchery, its dissipation. Amen. But be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now I find that interesting how Paul used the that comparison there, amen. With being drunk on wine and being filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay. Well, if you're drunk on wine, wine is going to begin to. If you're drunk, it's controlling you. It's it's affecting your judgment. It's affecting your decisions. It's affecting your your uh, depth perception. Amen. It's affecting all these things around you. Amen. Your mind. Your what you're saying and all this stuff. Praise the Lord. He says, "Don't be drunk on that. That stuff's no good." Amen. It's going to create a lot of problems for you. Hello as we can see, some of us, amen, but he says, be filled with the Holy Spirit, now we look right here in the book of Acts, in chapter 2, amen, and we begin to see the disciples, amen, after, on the day of Pentecost, they were in the upper room, and here comes the Spirit of God, and amen, coming like a rushing wind, and all of a sudden, they're filled with the Holy Ghost, and you begin to see a transition in regards to their life. You see Peter, amen, who was denying Jesus three times. And all of a sudden, amen, he's got a Holy Ghost boldness about him. Hello, somebody. He's out there preaching with power, amen, and with boldness, amen, with an anointing of God. He preaches a message, amen, and 3,000 gets saved. He preaches a message and 5,000 gets saved. They're talking about locking him up and he's still preaching the word. He's not stopping, amen. Why? Because he's filled with the Holy Spirit hello somebody amen he is intoxicated he is under the influence are y'all with me today see we're either going to be under the influence of these things that I described to you like greed and materialism and gossip and pride and lust and anger and bitterness or the world amen or whatever it may be we're going to be filled with that and under that influence or we're going to be under the influence of the Holy Holy Ghost. Amen. That's going to walk around with power. Hello somebody. One is going to produce death and one is going to produce life amen and when you're under the when you're under the influence of the holy ghost amen guess what's going to be produced the fruit of the spirit love joy peace patience kindness gentleness self-control these things will be going to manifest in your life why because you're intoxicated amen you're under the influence you're drunk on jesus hello somebody Look, it wasn't until I got filled with the Holy Ghost, it wasn't until, amen, I was drunk on Jesus that I was able to get up here and preach a message to people, amen, and be okay with it. I was not even comfortable with going into a school and using a public restroom and having all kinds of anxiety. But God is faithful, and something happens when you become under the influence of the Holy Ghost, amen. All of a sudden, you got a boldness. All of a sudden, amen. Come on now. They said they said these guys are drunk, man. They can't be drunk. It's 9 a.m. But they're too happy and they're, you know what I'm saying, and they're they got something going on. They're over there laughing and having a good time and everything and all this. Yeah. Hello? When you're drunk on Jesus, amen, all of a sudden you can have things going on in your life that then people are like, my God, that's, that's horrible. And, and you still got the joy of the Lord. You still got peace that surpasses all understanding. You still got a, the ability to treat people properly and nice and everything else. Why? Because you're under the influence of the Holy Spirit. So what are you going to be under the influence of today? It's your choice. Now, it starts, amen, with salvation. You've got to be saved because the Bible says you can't put new wine in old wineskins. In other words, you've got to to accept Jesus in your life. God wants to take and use you as a vessel of honor, and he wants to fill that vessel with him and his presence, amen. But he can't fill it if you're filled with everything else, amen. And he can't fill it, amen, if you, amen, haven't accepted Jesus into your heart are y'all with me today somebody say God is good so we ask ourselves today what am I under the influence of we come here we have wonderful worship spiritual worship hopefully by the time I get up in here preach you're under the influence of the presence of the Lord amen but what about the other six and a half days of the week What about when you leave here and get in your car? Because I've left out of church, got in my car, amen, and my wife and I were cursing each other out. This is before I was a pastor. It was really probably before I was saved. You go to church and not be saved. You didn't know that, did you? Just because you walk through them doors don't mean you're saved. In fact, you could even be in the house of God, around the things of God, and the anointing of God, and the presence of God, amen, and not be engaged. I've seen people that are just, they're right there in the midst, amen. In it as much as they can be in it. And so far from it, it's unreal. Are y'all with me today? It's time for us to get under the influence of the Holy Spirit. It's time for us to repent of all these things. It's time for us. The solution is filling yourself with God and His presence. That's the solution. If you don't fill yourself with God in His presence, you're going to fill yourself with something. Amen? The Bible says, amen, that God hasn't given you a spirit of fear, but love, power, and, and the Bible says that perfect love, which is God is perfect love, it casts out all fear. So if you're in, operating in fear, amen, well, you need to repent of that fear, and you need to begin to come and let God fill you with his presence and let his perfect love cast that fear out. Amen. Cast that anxiety out of you. Remove it from you. That anxiety that it has the child, amen. I used to be on pills and everything else, amen. And I had true anxiety, amen. And, 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 but but I had to get filled with the Holy Spirit, Amen. Hello, somebody. Are y'all with me today? And and if you're on anxiety medicine, that's not a shot at you, please. Amen. I'm not I'm not shooting at you. That was my ex- experience. You know, over the course of this last month and a half, I've had some kind of, like, the weird attack on my nervous system that's happened. Amen. And and, and and it has created me to have some kind of anxiety that I've never experienced before. Amen. But the only way that I can combat that and the only way that I can fight that, amen, is through getting in the presence of God. That's it. I mean, I, another option is to get on medicine again but i'm not going that direction and it's hard because sometimes i'm trying to worship and get in the presence and i'm feeling this tightness in my chest and these attacks and weird feelings and all this stuff and everything else and i'm you know it's really been a real crazy roller coaster to be honest with you you know all the symptoms are all over the board and you don't know what it is are y'all with me today the nervous system is something else it's, and the mind is something else so you think as you are are y'all with me today but it comes back to getting under the influence of the Holy Spirit under the power of God are y'all with me today And this is an influence that we can have even outside of these four walls. This is something that you can carry with you everywhere you go. This is something that you can walk with day in and day out. You could have it in your house. Amen. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. My house is a house of prayer. Amen. And then what do you do? You put on the worship music and you pray. Cleanse that place. Anoint that place. Kick them spirits up out of there. You know what I'm saying? You don't belong here. You got to go. Amen? Sometimes you got to kick kick them spirits up out of you. You. Hello. You know? Now I'm not saying that you're. A born-again believer and that you're demon-possessed, but sometimes spirits attach themselves to you. Hello, they're climbing on your back, crawling on you everything. You're like, oh my God. Feeling all tight and everything. What the heck? Feeling like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Grab that sucker. Pow! And sometimes if you feel weak, you got to grab somebody else. Hey, get this thing up off of me, man. Are y'all with me today? (coughs) Welcome to victory life. (laughs) It's real life at victory life. It's real life Christianity here. Amen. There is a spiritual realm. There is demons. There is a devil. Amen. But greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You do have an enemy and he does want to steal, kill and destroy your life in every aspect. I promise you and he works hard overtime he he doesn't sleep much he don't believe in sleep <laughs> you know what i'm saying he's like brother josh he don't believe in sleep you know what i'm saying they were telling me some other thing about a, uh, somebody that was talking about sleep and sleep is for the weak they were saying i think <laughs> i like sleep <laughs> i like food i like sleep You know, sometimes I got to get a bed that's a little bit firm. Amen. That way I can get my rear end up in the morning. You know, you get when it's too comfortable, you ain't going to want to get up. You know, it's kind of like those people that go and take a cold shower and say, flesh, you're not going to get me today. Praise the Lord. Amen. Not today, flesh. Not today, flesh, and not today, devil. Amen. Amen. But we've got to be under the influence. Can I get the worship team to come forward? (laughs) And not only, put, put my original thing up there. Not only do we need to get under the influence. But we need to live under the influence. Live. Somebody say live. It's just like God says, you're not only to have a saving faith, but you're to have a living faith. That means day to day, moment to moment, hour to hour, amen, situation to situation, whatever it may be, you're operating in faith. Those who are not in faith, those who are not operating in faith cannot please God. Doubt ties the hands of God, amen. Amen. Doubt, unbelief. We all deal with it from time to time. If you tell me you don't ever deal with doubt and unbelief, amen, you need to repent for lying, amen. I know that you're Jesus' cousin or brother or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? Some people, they 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 haven't even been told that they are Jesus in the flesh. and They're having, you know, all kinds of stuff. But anyways, (laughs) praise the Lord. I said, well, that's going to be tough because I'm your spiritual father. And if you're Jesus, then this relationship ain't going to work. God is good. Amen. But living, somebody say living. Living. That's what it's going to take. Living under the influence. Living. We have access to this. This is what's going to produce victory. This is what's going to produce blessing. This is what's going to produce success. Not worldly success. Success. But he does say, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything shall be, amen, added unto you. So there will be worldly success too. Amen. You'll have the favor of the God, the favor of the Lord. God will be going before you. Hello, somebody. Somebody. God will be with you, and if He's with you, who can be against you? Are y'all with me today? But you gotta invite him. You gotta invite him. You gotta be under the influence. Hello. You need to work on getting drunk sometimes. Yeah. You got to be drunk on the right thing. Don't be drunk on wine for its debauchery, its dissipation. Amen. You know? But be filled with the Holy Ghost. And when you fill with the Holy Ghost, you're going to begin to have the character of Christ. Your actions are going to resemble the actions of Christ. Because it's no longer I live, but it's Christ who lives in me. He's living in me. He's living through me. With no help from me. All I did was just be a vessel that he could use. We got to get under the influence. We got to have an L-U-I. Not a D-U-I. No, 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 no. We don't need no D-U-I. We need an L-U-I. Hello? L-U-I that way we can make the right decisions we can do the right things and we're not regretting a bunch of things in our life man I wish I wouldn't have treated them like that man I wish I wouldn't have said that man I wish I wouldn't have done that man I wish I wouldn't have bought that hello hello I wouldn't bought me a pair of tennis shoes because I'm a tennis shoe junkie but I man I don't even have the money to pay my electric hello We gotta get under the influence come on stand to your feet we've gotta live under the influence this thing's not about religion this is about a relationship and that relationship is 24-7 God is always with you. Just waiting for you to invite him. To take control of your life. To lead your life. Sometimes you'll see me walking around. And you'll be like, what is that guy doing? Is he talking to himself? That guy, is he getting a check? No, I'm talking to God. I'm crazy enough to believe God that God is real and that he orders the steps of a righteous man. And so I'm I'm constantly communicating and constantly acknowledging him and constantly thanking him and constantly asking him for guidance and constantly asking him for direction and constantly worshiping and praising and all these things, amen, constantly because I want to be under the influence, amen. And I'm living a repentant lifestyle. If something comes into my heart or my mind or my actions, I repent of it. I turn away from it and I turn towards God. And let God refresh me. And let God refill me, amen. And refocus me, amen. Are y'all with me today? Let God intoxicate me. So I'm going to ask you, amen. Let God intoxicate.